Yo, yo. Hey, 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 what's going on? What's going on? Hey, brother, what's happening? Ain't nothing, man. Ain't nothing, man. It's funny, as we start to talk, I'm thinking, like, you know, I definitely, I gotta, I gotta create a studio type of operation, man. Because, you know, it is, you know, audio without visuals is starting to become... I, do you think that like is it getting to a day that you kind of have to provide visuals with the audio? I think it's always great because people's attention span is short, but I think um, there's always a place for audio being that this day and age we're multitasking and working from home more so like people working from home, people taking long uh, car trips, commuting to and from work. I still think podcasts um serve do a great service for, for people in that in that realm. So almost it has its own niche, if you will. Yeah, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree. But it's like it's funny because when I see, you know, and this has been happening, you know, since the, you know, Joe Rogan's of the world and and um uh just countless podcasts, uh, even, you know, um, just countless podcasts, you seeing that, you know, you're getting the audio, but you're always getting the visual. I'm, I'm going to work on that because I just thought about that just now. But um, uh, first, I want to thank you for taking out the time. Uh, it's, uh, it's always a good combo with you. Uh, you have many opinions, many good, thoughtful uh, perspectives on many different things. And um, this is uh, Dunson Talk number 93. And uh, I got my good brother here, Travis, you know, without it. You know, yes, you know, I got my good brother here. We've had many conversations. Uh, I think this is our second one on audio. Um, mm-hmm. You know, to, you know, we got we got to do more. We got to do more because it's always a great conversation. Um, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm I'm not I'm not gonna waste any time. You know, it's kind of crazy also. I wanna, you know, just keep the people, you know, where we're where we are at. I always, you know, shouts out to Al, uh, shouts out to the working class. You know, we used to always kind of catch these topics as they happen. And I've always been somewhat I always feel mixed feelings on it. From a journalistic standpoint, uh, it's like this is what's happening. And as we are media personalities or, you know, people that work within the media realm, uh, you know, there's just no way around what the topic of the world is like. It's just this is what um, has galvanized us or, you know, just got us paying attention uh, one of the biggest shows that gets put on put on every year and in just kind of like the most random, you know, you know, random incident that I've I haven't seen something like this in a long time. Like this may be we may since Kanye days. I feel like Kanye is the last guy that I saw and I was like. Oh, it's a war show. Oh, he's going up there. He must be going to say something, <laughs> you know, something Kanye, Kanye-esque. And, you know, mm-hmm. and then it went left. And everybody's like, oh, oh that's, that's different. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one of those incidents, and it's kind of crazy because this is one of the, the rare times that I was like, 
I was watching. Usually I see the after. I was, no, a lot of times with award shows, I'm seeing it. I saw it, you know, the whole, you know, the smack, whatever, whatever. Um, the whole incident I saw, and every day I'm seeing another piece of it that's bringing another puzzle to it. I didn't know that I, for one, for whatever reason, I forgot that Quest Love was getting the award. I think I really feel like, and you tell me if I'm wrong. I feel like there's pieces that got cut out of the American feed. You know, whoever's working the edit, you know, bay or the camera, you know, control, whoever's controlling cameras or cutting audio. You know, there's a there's a couple pieces that got cut for me. And over time in these, I guess, two days, I, I kind of got even a better picture of what happened because I remember seeing Quest. I was happy for Quest. And I didn't realize, for whatever reason, Chris is giving him the award. This all happened before <laughs> Quest Love <laughs> is a, a, he's a he's getting the award for his movie. Great movie. Go go check it out ASAP. Love love the movie. Love the film. Um, and he man, shouts out to him because Questlove deserves. It. I watch I watched that also, kind of like you know from the him talking about it to coming out. And, man, congr- it's sad, but. And on a positive note, man, that's great for him, man. Great. Congratulations to him. I yep. didn't think about the fact that, like, this happened before he was going to get the award. Chris didn't react the way that people thought he was going to react. He then still gives him the award. But but the video of him being confused afterwards, you like, yo. It just, it boggles my mind like that this whole thing boggles my mind but i want to let's get to you know i'm calling you brother because the video that you did um on your page i think was and if you haven't seen it you know check out uh check out his page and and really you know we're going to get his his instagram we're going to get all of that at the end of this but check out his video about it because I think your perspective is one of even I don't care who has an outlet out, and I'm not saying this because I know this brother. I feel like yours is one of the better takes that I have uh, listened to, because it it goes to the root. It goes to the root, you know, of the uh, of the thing. We grew up with Will. Will is much of my childhood of me, you know, becoming. And we have an idea of who Will is. I'm going to read his, I'm going to listen to his book. Because from what you said, it, it really opened a whole bu- a bag of questions to me. Because it's like there's the Will that we know or think we know. There's the Will that that is Will. And, you know, your video really touched on the point of his thoughts about himself. And how that may have, you know, probably drove what we ended up seeing. And I just want to get your, just for you to expound from what you said on your video about the incident and just where you were, where your, your eyes, your perspective was coming from. Can you expound more about like the book and connecting that into the incident? Like how, 
you know, how did you see it with those two pieces of information that you had? Yeah, so like in his book, um, you know, Will has come out on his YouTube. I, I forgot, I think it was a video that kind of introed and uh, mainlined his book into the public. I think it was called Best Shape of My Life. And, and Best Shape of My Life and in the book, he talked about how he felt like he was always a coward since his childhood because he used to watch his dad, you know, beat up his mom. And so, like, there was one incident in particular, I won't spoil it in the book, but his mom gets beat and he just feels powerless. <clears throat> and that led him, among other things, to create the persona of Will, of the Will Smith that we know. And that goes into the roles that he chooses. When you think about Will Smith's roles, he's always choosing the hero. It's always, you know, his version of Captain America, his version of saving a damsel in distress. And that's not, uh, that's not by coincidence. And that's not by happenstance. Will Smith has always wanted to be that guy. You know what I mean? And that's how people, for the most part, still see Will Smith. So when it came to um, Chris Rock talking about, you know, Jada, however you feel about their relationship, he was now there um, in a position to be the powerful one. He was there to save his wife, whereas he couldn't save his mother as a child. And so that was sort of him redeeming his story and redeeming who he was and affirming who he was and being, being that guy um, that he portrayed so many times on screen in real life. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, and that's, that's kind of how I saw it. And like, people were kind of just like looking at it in a vacuum. Wrong is wrong. Wrong is wrong. And I guess, I mean, you know, I didn't I didn't expect Will to slap Chris Rock, but now that like cooler heads are prevailing days afterward and he got more information, people are pulling up, you know, Chris Rock talking about Jada at previous Oscars and talking about Will at previous Oscars and um making N word jokes with white comedians. And and yeah, letting you know what I mean, and letting white comedians say the n word repeatedly on television or being recorded or whatever. So people are saying that Chris Rock has been a weirdo for a while, you know, and it's it's just a lot. There's so many sub conversations going on. Um, I I think that the where 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 I stand at right now, like, I mean, I don't, I, I think there, there, there's, there's, it's inertia, right? It's a cause and effect for everything. I, for me, I've never really liked comedians talking about the crowd unless comedians are being heckled, you know, because then I feel like you, you heckle a comedian, now all bets are off. I've never really enjoyed it. I think Patrice O'Neill had some great moments, God rest the dead. You know, um, be, before he passed, I think Dave has a couple of great moments, et cetera. But I've never really liked 
comedians blasting the crowd. It's never something that I've had. I've always found it kind of cringy. But I mean, again, and a lot of black women have said this, and they brought up they make a great point. Chris Rock has this great do- has this documentary called Good Hair about the tumultuous relationship uh, with black women throughout the diaspora that they have personally with their hair and publicly with their hair. And for him to come out and say, I just don't think he should address a black woman's hair. And I feel like if you are, I, I learned that at a very young age. I mean, I would say at max at 13, 14, you just don't talk about a black woman's hair. You don't ask a black woman how old she is and you don't, you don't bring up a black woman's weight. I just, I learned it at a very young age, you know, and I feel like Chris Rock, uh, being from NYC, being who he is, and, and sort of kind of being, having his finger on the cusp of the culture, especially throughout the OJ trial and other things, et cetera, I feel like he should have should have never said anything, especially since the Oscars have come out and said, oh, we had nothing to do with that. That wasn't in the teleprompter. Chris said that. We didn't write that. You know, so... Yeah, man. Uh, it's it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a wild, it's a wild situation. Yeah, very, very, very crazy. And you, and you, and once again, you definitely bring up uh, a valid, a valid point. Like you know, it's it's comedy and comedians have always had a weird space to play. Um, I saw something recently where someone posted Martin Lawrence and. I'm not going to go into the joke, but it's a joke in which, you know, he talks about him dating a rapper that we all know, you know, he then, you know, and his is, it's his boy. And then he says, you know, you know, yeah, but you know, I smashed, you know, you know, I did what I did, whatever, whatever, whether, and the crowd goes crazy because that's his girl and everybody knows who the celebrity is. And, in today's world, that would be like, yo, like, whoa, wait, you can't say that. You, you know, like, you can't mm-hmm. make a joke like that. Like, it was a personal, personal joke. Um, yeah. And I think um, there's two sides of the coin, right? There's a coin where comedy gets a, a license that I don't know if any art really gets the license that comedy gets. Comedy gets a, a license to say anything. And and you go to a comedy show, to anyone who's ever been to a comedy show, um, they kind of, you know, it's really a no-hole, you know, to the cast that used to watch wrestling back in the day, it's a no-holes-barred battle. You know, this is, this is, you know, there is just no lines of code. Anything mm-hmm. your your grandma could like be sitting next to you, um, staggering with a flower dress on, you know, the flower dress that we all know we've seen an elderly woman wear, and she could get it too. And this is your grandma. It is that right. cutthroat blood in the water level. And to anyone who's ever seen someone, to your point, get heckled, uh, you know, people that sit in the front at comedy shows. You're just like, I've seen some really bad, you know, if this is the date, like you took your girl to this date, that that ride mm-hmm. home, if she's not, you know, everybody can't take jokes. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk about like we, we make it a standard that everyone should be able to take a joke. Listen, we mm-hmm. have lived life. We have seen people, you know, go crazy and it become physical mm-hmm. over jokes. Um, mm-hmm. And so while I don't I don't agree at I don't agree with Chris getting slapped. Um, right. Right. I, I just think that that. I, I one think that if this was a different person, he's not doing that. I, I, I don't care what anybody says. Look, Will, he might have had a moment. And if he did it, some different things would have happened to with different people. If he had walked up on 50, you think 50 lets him walk back to his seat with his wife? He's not going to let him walk back there. He, he's going to I grab mean, him. Huh? Yeah, they definitely they would have been guffing. They would have been fighting. Yeah, on state, which was which. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying like in my honest opinion, I feel like, and over time, because the the guy coded me in the beginning. I'm like, whoa, he's not doing anything. But it but it didn't take long for me to think in my head. You know what? It is is I. I there is a respect that I do have for Chris in the sense of having another everybody doesn't have that brain in which they can think outside of a of a pressure situation like that because your first mm-hmm. mind is like oh retribution for him to and, and for him to chill really still be confused and and later videos are showing he was confused for a long second, for a long yeah, yeah. second, you know, like he gave the award to Quest and they show him like, I think, I think one, when he walked up, he didn't think he was going to smack him on live television. And I think he still is thinking to himself, I just got smacked in front of the mm-hmm. world by one of arguably the best actors to ever do it. And mm-hmm. this is, this just happened at one of the biggest events of a year uh, for film. Mm-hmm. And, and, and all of this just happened while my, my friend question, I just gave him an award after that, you know, it, it's jarring. And, um, uh, to, but to your point, I, I do agree. You know, there's a funny line with comedy, with art, with uh, comedians giving a license and many comedians uh, saying like, Hey, Yo, we have the right to say anything. Don't come to the comedy show if you're not. This wasn't a comedy show. This was an award show. We know how comedians come up. They rib people. They keep it moving. And he didn't think it was a bad joke because he was like, ah, it was light. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what's going on with the person. And and I, I think comedians, unfortunately, the karate that they play is kind of a karate in which you're able to disrespect somebody any type of way you want to, and they're supposed to take it. And there's this funny conversation about, okay, he's a comedian, you're in the industry, y'all should understand what's going on here. This is what happens at award shows. You get ribbed. Nobody gets crazy because we all understand what it is. But... Is it wrong for him to feel offended? I'm not going to talk about the smack. Smack is wrong. But is it wrong for him to not rock with the joke? Do I, I don't like the joke. Do I have to like the joke? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like, is Will wrong for being offended? 
Yeah, I mean, you can be. It's your wife. You can be offended. And he, when he looked to the left, he obviously realized he was laughing at first. Mm-hmm. And then when he looked to the left and realized his his wife Jada is not laughing, it changed the whole thing. And and I I do think it brings up a, a TED talk or a debate that needs to be had about comedians. And have we gotten to the point where, you know, you can't play the art card? Like, what do you think about that? Because most comedians, they defend their ability to do whatever off of art. Have you heard that, mm-hmm. you know, before? Oh, yeah, most most definitely. I mean, I think, okay, so I've heard jokes about rape. I've heard jokes about slavery. I've heard jokes about assault in, in, in a myriad of mediums like, I've heard all kinds of jokes, but I think you can joke. You can literally joke about anything as long as it's intelligent and witty and timely. That's literally, you know, I've heard the equation. They said comedy is tragedy times timing. Mm. And if you can, if, if you can joke, literally you can joke about anything, but Chris, for Chris Rock, it was a bad time. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't time. It, it was. It and it wasn't. It wasn't witty. It wasn't. There was a, to me. It was an awful joke. It was and a punch. It was a straight punch. It, it was. Yeah. It, it was. It was a punch. And um, it's. It just. It just. He, he just didn't need to go there. And I think my argument with other people. People have brought up the hypothetical of if it was another person. Blah blah blah. I don't know if another person makes that joke at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, Simply because uh, like like the whole, the whole Oscars thing, like for example, the Oscars for white year, when Chris Rock was talking about Jada and she wasn't even in the building, you know, I don't think Will was there either. And it just kind of looked weird, especially when you have 2020 hindsight to look back at situations and really dissect it. That was the Oscar so white year. Yeah. And it just looks crazy that even if you think Oscar so white isn't an issue, even though, you know, uh, diversity has been an issue in front and behind the camera for years, mm-hmm. even if you're on the fence about it, why bring up somebody who's trying to call attention to it? Because they're literally trying to help you. Because Chris Rock, to even be invited to the Oscars had to be Chris Rock. You know what I'm saying? Like Chris Rock, whether you agree with him is not a mid comedian. Chris Rock arguably is in many people's top 10, top Mm -hmm. five, top three all time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so Jada Pinkett, whether you feel Jada Pinkett and company, whether you feel that she was uh, right or wrong or whatever, the core of the hashtag Oscar so white thing is like, yo, we need more people everywhere in Hollywood yeah. who are people of color. You know what I'm saying? And so again, it's just weird. You know, and like I said, in addition to the N word jokes that he was letting Rocky, I think he was letting Louis C.K. say the N word over and over and over again. It's, it's, it's it was a bad, it was a bad look. You know what I mean? And not to say you couldn't, granted, I'm not saying that comedians shouldn't be able to joke about anything, but you just, you have to, you have to realize that times are different. 
like you like you brought up earlier. Times are different. Like Biggie and Pac said some crazy things. NWA said some said some crazy things. Um, Martin Lawrence back in the day, everybody back in the day said some crazy things because again, there was no social media. Only a few people had microphones. Now everybody has a microphone and people who couldn't stand up for themselves or speak their voice 10 years ago, 20 years ago, now can. So we now have more people in the room who can stand up for themselves, whether people like that or not. You know, so um, I just, again, I think it was specifically wrong for Chris because of the good hair thing, because of the uh, platform and the space that he's chosen to represent as a comedian. It would be different if he was like the Aziz Ansari of black comedians or the Childish Gambino of black comedians where he just chooses like Childish Gambino. He won't directly talk about race and regular prose. Childish Gambino uses uh, metaphors, extended metaphors. He'll use a story to, to speak on race. He won't talk about it directly. Chris Rock has chosen to talk about race directly for decades. Decades. You know what I mean? And he's chosen to, rep- to, to, to think on that space. So I think, you know, in that situation, people will keep cards. Will, they, they will keep receipts on Twitter of you. And when you kind of violate or step outside of that, um, that sandbox that you created for yourself, people will definitely pull, pull, pull rank and pull your cards up. You know, I, you make a great point. I, I think, I think, and, and it's funny because it's, it's, it's the Truman show and we're living it, you know, mm-hmm. it, we're living it, mm-hmm. we, you know, and, and I think that like the fact that like, Someone went through all the YouTube videos and was like, yo, um, we're going to find every bad joke. And even with Will, like, we're going to find the time that the guy, you know, was trying to, you know, kiss him while he was on the, uh, the, 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 uh, red carpet and he smacked him in the face, you know, you know, I mean, the guy is trying to, you know, you know invade your space like you got a back back but his natural reaction was like die smacked him in the face you know Mm -hmm. there is something about the internet that is so it it does bring about a whole nother thing in which um and i feel like chris has evolved as a comedian to me from the first special to now He's not quite the mm-hmm. same comedian, um, but I think he is so much of an OG. Um, I mean, this guy mm-hmm. was in New Jack City. Like, I mean, I, don't, I can't think of what year that was, but I mean, it, he was—he's been around for a long time, and he's from the elk of when you could just do whatever. And to your point, I think the world has changed, and I think. He's a true comedian of that guard where it was like, nah, you get it too. All y'all get it too. Yeah. You know, I went I went mm-hmm. I went to a comedian uh comedy show with DL Hughley one time and you know, at the end of his show, he starts ripping people. That I mean, literally like what you saw 
at the Oscars, there's a whole piece of his show where, I don't know if he does it everywhere, but I think I saw him twice, and I think he did it twice. He does his his set at the end, and one one of the times I saw him, he goes, oh, yeah, you know what time it is, mother. You know what I mean? You know, like, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. you know where we about to go now. You know what I mean? All y'all sitting up in the front, you getting it. And it's, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things that I think the comedy community is definitely, especially the older guard that's still working. There, I do think that there's a conversation that needs to be had about where, where are we with yeah. jokes and what is cool and not cool because to anybody that goes to comedy shows like that, that was light. In, in, in if we're talking about Getting ribbed, like ribs can go oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. deep to the point it just make you want to fight the person. But um, yeah, it wasn't a great joke. Um, it's a it's a sucky situation because you don't if you I didn't even know that Jada was suffering with, um, uh suffering with a, an issue uh, that w- that yeah, affected yeah. her, you know, hair growth. I didn't even know that. And it's funny, everybody that I knew when I was bringing up, like, I didn't know that there was a hair issue. They're like, oh, you didn't see the Red Table Talk with it? I was like, I don't follow nothing against the show. I don't follow all of it all the time. So I missed that mm-hmm. episode where she explains, but I've seen clips where she talks about, you know, Hollywood in that day and that time. And um, to your point, you know, I, I think women for all of life hair is um a sense a source of uh confidence it's a source of pride it's a source of your just your identity to some degree like how you feel about yourself how you look and if you shaved your head because you wanted to i think there's one thing if you shave it because your your hair is falling out we probably don't know. And to Will's point, you know, it's we don't know when she goes home. Right. We don't mm-hmm. know when she first started losing her hair. Right. You have your hair and then you're pulling clumps of hair. I'm, I'm hearing it's, it's it's called like shedding. So you, you might go through a shedding. It might be medication that that does it. It might be stress that does it. it but like when you shed it, it can be a little bit, it could be medium, it could be a lot, and it could be drastic on the person going through it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Travis, this, this is one of those situations where it, 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 it sucks because these are two of our legends. It sucks because from the moment it happened, I never agreed with Will smacking them. I, I just don't agree with you putting hands on people unless you want hands put mm-hmm. on you. I just, I just live by that. Um, I'm thankful to God I've lived a life where I have not had to get into that many fights, um, mainly because I'm not searching for fights. You know, anytime mm-hmm. I got into an, an incident, it was literally that person driving the situation. So I'm right. I, it's hard for me to have. I have empathy for the situation. I, I hate it had to be them too. I wish that wouldn't happen because it it's just so many reasons why that sucks. Will Packer's doing the, doing a great job producing that. Um, you had uh, I think Samuel Jackson won his first Oscar. Um, um, 
I think Denzel presented him the award. I think. Don't give me mm-hmm. my revisit memory. In um, uh, Denzel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Denzel presented the yeah. uh, the, the Oscar for for him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's a that's a, a, a amazing moment. Questlove, you know, gets his award for his film. It's just so many good things that happen, and it just sucks on on both sides. But it, one, it's it is it is not cool to make fun of anybody's wife. Um, you know, the joke is in poor taste, especially now knowing, which goes back to the thing of when you're making fun of somebody, you really don't know what's going on with them. So it always makes it a weird space unless they're cool with being made fun of and they don't take it personal. Um, you can't choose how I react and you don't know what's going on. And I would, the, from my eyes view, Will has seen more, well, Will has seen the other side of what we haven't seen about how that affects her. And in that, I understand what drives a man to then go, you know, avenge his woman. Um, It's unfortunate that it couldn't have been him talking ish to him on the stage without smacking him or just letting him know, like, nah, that ain't going down. I'm not with that, but still not touching him. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think that, you know, you know, it's two things that I don't like in that situation. One from Chris and one from Will that leaves us with an L, right? Because you have two of the OGs battling, I mean, having a disagreement and incident on live television in front of the world at the Oscars. And it's, and it's. I guess the next question would be, where do we go from here? Like, do they try to take his Oscar? Do they suspend him? Do they suspend Chris? You know, it's not on the sheet what he said. Um, how do you? How do we move forward in a positive way? I will interject. I don't know. I don't know. You haven't heard a lot of Chris talking, right? I don't know right. if I would, I don't know if I want to, I don't know. This is not, you know, you know, we're supposed to be merciful to people. And, and I really, you know, you know, smacking me in the face. I don't know if I'm that evolved just yet. Um, you know, we've heard from Will. We haven't heard from Chris. And I would imagine that's because, you know, that is a hard, you know, and the great words of Charlie Murphy an ass whooping is a hard thing for a man to accept. That wasn't an ass whooping, but that was a very disrespectful move um, physically. You know, yeah, you know, I would imagine if there was no physical thing, a month from now, nobody would even remember what actually happened as far as the joke. Him being physically assaulted, people going to remember that smack. It's on video. And it's it's a hard thing, you know. How do we move forward from now? Like, what what do you, from your mind's eye, you know, what does moving forward look like for these two, you know, you know, two of our actors, but two of our, you know, I guess forefathers forefathers of our entertainment culture. Like, where do we go from here? Um, I think it's just a great time to to talk about, um, you know, personal trauma, you know, again, 
Like, I, I honestly believe, like, all of this is rooted in, you know, Will's Will and, and Will's childhood, his parents watching his mom get beat. Talk to talk to talk about that. Um, and also to talk about um, more about the trauma that we have throughout the diaspora, because that's what many, I think that is that is the, the biggest thing. If, if, if I have any, um, I don't mean any regrets about the situation. I mean, I wasn't there, but like any, any cons of the biggest con for me about the situation is that this is another intrinsically black conversation that happened in front of hella non-black people. And like you said, the world, because again, I feel like this is something that if I had my choice that it would have stayed in the barbershop, like it yeah. would have just happened, um, would have happened among us. Because if it was just among us, we understand, at least most of us do, we understand, like I said, the black women's conversation with their hair is a, is a very intrinsically black thing you know like women women have their issue have, have hair issues but black women in particular have been told black boys in particular have been told like men have been told that the way your hair grows out of your head head is unnatural and it's and it's, and it's not pretty you know what i mean it's not yeah. accepting it's not professional yeah. so i feel like um this is a time to open up again the, the floodgates even wider for you know personal trauma um and you know the things that we go through personally like with how how we feel and how we look i mean because that's still happening today there's been recently a little black girl was told she couldn't wear locks to school locks or braids or something like that to school and um i just i just feel like uh yeah yeah it's it's it's, it's time to, it's time to talk about those things more for me I think I think those conversations need to have always happened. Um, I I you know to to uh, you know wrap it up. I I agree, and I think I think that it's 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 an L. You know, it's it's an L. Um, I don't think that you know it's an L that we have to say you know you know we have to hold forever. I think that. Um, you know, I've always been told, you know, you got to, you know, try, you know, always look up. always try to um, take a negative and turn into a positive and always try to be, you know, able to, to, to really find a way to grow and become better throughout it all. And uh, I think that I think what's making people talk about it is that incident is something that happens day to day like that that is nothing that doesn't happen when it comes to a man his girl his wife and her feeling um like she needs to be defended and every guy yeah. you know, i don't know if every guy's been in that situation um but guys who either have been or have seen um i don't wish that on any guy honestly you know mm -hmm. i think it, it is always a very uncomfortable situation um, when you have to, and it's not that you're uncomfortable about defending your girl. It is the fear of you may have to like take it to a level that you don't want to take it. You know, you got mm -hmm. outside of this, you got stuff going on. You got, 
bills. You got, uh, you know, you got things that need you to be able to run this operation. And uh, bottom line, you just can't do what you want to do to anybody. You know what I mean? You know, it, it go both ways. You know, you can't just, you know, even if they wrong, you know, on the other side of that 180, like, they they are going to always defend themselves. Oh, we got to. We lost signal. Hello? Yo, bro, my right. I'm, my apologies. I'm not sure what happened. Oh, yeah, yeah. The phones, the phones didn't want us to win. The phones didn't want us to win. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, that that was just my point that, you know, um, and no, I, I don't wish that on any man to be in a position, and it's not that you don't want to defend your wife, your girl, your kids, your family. It is the fear that you may take it to a level that, interrupts your normal life operation and mm -hmm. nobody wants to do that you know I, anybody that i've ever known they want to keep things going in a they want to keep it going smoothly you know what i mean like and uh you know when when a guy's in that situation yes you it's a beautiful thing to defend your wife but then it's all this stuff sometimes with it sometimes it's nothing but then sometimes it is something and um that that is the the you know the tough part about it, but I, I think the reason why you know I've seen a lot of people on the internet they you know kind of you know oh why are we still talking about this why but I think the reason why we're talking about it, yes it's the celebrity yes it's who it involved but I think the bigger issue is relationships um, our relationships with who you know I the people that we're with. Um, mm -hmm. You know, your wife or, you know, you know, women with their husband. And then you have your relationship to the world. But to your point, our world, like black culture, like our relation to each other is a very layered situation. And I think that we have to work on how we can communicate. And we don't know what's going on with each other. I don't know what's going on with Chris, right? Chris could be dealing mm -hmm. with whatever he's dealing with. You know, mm -hmm. that may be the source of the rib. The source of the rib might be like, you know, you might not be having a good day. So when you come out, okay, now I'm a comedian. It gives me a license. I can rib you and get that off and knock that off. But then you don't know what's mm -hmm. going on with them. So it's just us being better about the way we talk to each other. Um, and us just being better in the communication overall. Because I really feel like he could have chose to not Joker. Mm -hmm. He could choose not to walk up there and punch him. Maybe walk up there and say something. Or the thing he said at the end, like, don't you know, don't talk about my wife. I don't think Chris would have said nothing after that. I think if he had that That's same true. tone from that moment, you could tell. That that was not him joking. I don't think Chris would have, because uh, he immediately stopped. He immediately didn't make no joke after that. And if we could have got that, but going to your point about the book and it's just about, and I, I get it. You know, I get somebody, you know, and that's a tough place to be. We always talk about the 50s of the world and we, we act like that's the easiest road. But uh, the wills of the world, that's a tough road too, man. 
Because if you always yeah. turning your cheek every time that you know, Will's been disrespected for a long time, man. Will's That's been disrespected saying, since I was a kid. He was corny, ladies and gentlemen. Nope. I'm not saying he I never thought he was corny. But that is what they put on him as he was corny because he was in the world where you had the Biggies, the Tupacs, the, uh, you know, whatever was gangster out that day. Um, and then you had him who was like, you know, he looked like suburbia to them, you know, to, you know, and he was not, it was never, I'm talking about my experience. Yeah, you might play summertime you might play welcome to miami but it like running around playing you know parents just don't understand in my life just was never you just never saw it It just never really you know just didn't hear people playing his records like that you know and so it, the thing that they tagged him on was like corny and it was corny for what because he's a good guy he's corny because he's a and that's another and we don't have enough time for that that's another TED talk that needs to be had, like being a good guy. Like some of this trauma is how he grew up, but some of this trauma is what is the good guy to us? You know, mm -hmm. what is the good guy? How do we deal with the good guy or, you know, quote unquote, good guy, right? The guy that's not walking around like I wish you would. How do we deal with them? You know, we deal with them like, you know, we treat them any type of way. We say whatever about them. We talk about them. And to your point, to the, please check out his video. It's a great video. I do think Will broke. But he's like mm -hmm. in his 50s. He's been carrying this from childhood to his 50s, early 50s. And he just yep. broke in front of us. Like people talk about the, the, the heaviness of being the tough guy. And there is a heaviness to that, right? We've seen mm -hmm. people like Pac, you know, Pac's story. If you read into it, you know, him being a tough guy was a lot of bull crap. Like it was a lot. of It wasn't fun. You know, like mm -hmm. before all eyes on me, he was in jail. And if Suge doesn't mm -hmm. sign him to a contract, he I don't know if he had the money to get out. I, I think his situation was a little tied up and, and death row really helped him, you know, be free. I think he was on parole. I think he was deal, still dealing with legal stuff while he was signed. When All Eyes on Me came out, like he was still battling a case, or, or, or you know, he was he signed his record contract in jail on a napkin. You know, he was going through a lot of stuff being a tough guy, and some of those things he was in the right of like you know. There were certain things that there were incidents where he was really just defending himself. Then there were incidents that was a little crazy. But these are the highs and the lows of being like, yo, I'm not letting anything walk. 180, mm -hmm. a guy that probably let a lot of, he did let a lot of stuff walk. You're now seeing, okay, what happens to that guy? He, he seems to be struggling with being the good guy. And that may be the source of, like, maybe in this one time that he gets punched in the face, he tries to, like, demolish the person. And it's just, I do think we need to talk about how we um, describe the good guy, nice guy, prototypical, perfect person, and not really giving them room to really 
um, be human. And not saying yep. that you should punch that person. I'm just saying if he was able to release himself as far as like he can be human, right? He can mm-hmm. be not perfect. Like, and to your point, I keep going back to you. Know, you got to listen to his video from his marriage to the way he parents his kids to, you know, all of it. It's not perfect and it's not perfect for anybody. And I think that weight of what we have put on will, he has accepted, but it has made him obviously be a person that he can't be himself. Truly. Mm-hmm. We really don't know who will is really. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, I mean, we, we, we don't, we don't know who any of these celebrities are. Very good point. Very good point. We think we do because we become connected, right? We connect to these people. We, we love Phil. Like he's really our uncle. We don't know mm-hmm. Phil. We didn't mm-hmm. know Bill Cosby. We didn't know, we don't know these people, but we become so connected that even us not knowing them, that doesn't even really register. Like, it's like, no, I know them. That's my uncle. That's my cousin. Like, that's my people. I look at Will and Chris like family. You know? Mm-hmm. I, it was like the family reunion when you see your cousins battling and you like, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. No, no, we can't do that. And shouts out to the people like Denzel Sam, I do think it was it was a it was a little bit of a, a family reunion type of like no 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 I, I think Tyler Perry came up I think people try to kind of like wait hold on let's let's not get crazy but uh, you know it, it already kind of gone where it, where it went so uh, uh, I'll give them your Instagram uh, and, and and like once again we hope that it goes into a positive realm. Uh, some things are talked about internally and externally in which people can kind of get to a place that they can grow from it. You know, that's all you can ask for. It, it happened. It is what it is. Hopefully everybody can grow, become different. Um, it'll be interesting to see with his comedy. You know, his comedy tour is on, Chris. And if he's anything like a Dave, this has probably changed his set. His comedy set's going to include him getting smacked in the face. Like, that is going to be in there. And I would love, Chris has not said anything. And to me, that tells me his set is going to give his answer to that. I don't think, ladies, I'm not, I'm not, but I don't think Chris is cool with it at all. I think he did what many would not ever do. I think him fighting Will while in short term would have been like, oh, you handled your bit. Long term, that messes up a lot of business. That messes up a lot of stuff. And I think he did do what many would not do and many maybe cannot do. But I'm very interested to see his comedy tour because whatever he was going to do, it's going to be that. But he's a Dave Elk type of person. Their life, mm-hmm. it, it pours into their comedy. Their comedy is really lifestyle driven. So it, I think you'll get more of where Chris was at in that. And even what he thought about in that joke when the show comes on. You know, I think that's when we will see it. But um, I want everybody to check out your video um, because your video was very... 
a very great take on it. Uh, you heard it on here, but I would like y'all to hear it from his Instagram because I think he really, in my opinion, I'm not being biased, but I am biased. It gives a very great take that I think is really great because he he read the book. So his perspective is is better because he has an inside view of the way that Will thinks and operates. I, I, that's what I'm hearing his book is all about. Like It's his story, but it's the way that he thinks about himself and the way he thinks about the world, like how he really sees it without the bubble gum, without the projected idea of him. Um, would it tell everybody your Instagram, tell everybody how they can, they can, you know, follow you, watch him. He, he also does voiceovers. He does an excellent job at voiceovers. Check out his voiceovers. He, he does, you know, dope work. Uh, he's using his voice a lot more and just touching on any topic on many topics, showing you, you know, his range and his ability to really use his voice as an instrument. And, uh, he does an excellent job. Check, check out, uh, give him your Instagram. Appreciate you, sir. Um, it's, I am Travis case case is spelled like suitcase C A S E. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much me on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, TikTok as well. Are you, are, are you on Twitch? Um, yeah, I, my, I haven't been keeping up my Twitch. I need to get back onto it, man. But it, I believe it's the, I think it's Travis Case Games on Twitch. I got to double check, but see, that's how long I've been to chat nah, from it. That's all um, right. But that's I got, right. I got to get back. On, I got to get back to it. That's all right. Any any new video games you're checking out? Uh, I mean, right now, um. You know, I'm on the final level of Sifu, and um, I'm still go- playing playing Warzone, going strong, getting frustrated, but uh, but still playing it with my friends for real. So, hey man, that's dope. That's dope, man. Man, thank you for the time, man. Really appreciate you um, just giving us a little bit of time um, to just talk about it. Once again, I, I I wrestle with talking about it. But I do feel like there is some there is a point where we can grow. Um, I think that there there's a place that we can we can we can jump from this and become, you know, better people all the way around. Everybody, you know, I think it definitely is um, a way that we can move in a positive direction from from something that, you know, was was crazy. So uh, uh, thank you, everybody that took the time to listen to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I didn't go two hours. Didn't go two hours this time. I, I kept it as short as I could keep it. And uh, hopefully, if you got to the end of this, thank you for giving us your time. Uh, stay safe out there. Um, and uh, what else? Peace.